PDC Energy presents Prep Softball Training Camp coverage on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFKA. Now, here's Clark Johnson. Good Friday, everybody, and welcome to 13 Days, 13 Teams, Loveland Indians Day here. Softball coverage on 1310 KFKA. We're coming to you live from the Auto Collision Specialist Studios here at 1310 KFKA. And uh, I've looked forward to this one. Mike Felton, the head coach at uh, Loveland, been around a long time. And uh, this is a great thing. His brother's over at Mountain View. They both have a state title. So some sibling rivalry there. So uh, cool stuff. But uh, we'll talk to the coach about the Loveland Indians team the year after Lauren Krings has moved on to the next level. So uh, it's what you get in high school sports. Sometimes you get somebody who is probably, you're never going to see somebody like that again. Maybe a player is so dominant like that. And you go, boy, they don't come along but once in a career. You know, maybe if you're lucky, you see that twice. But uh uh, Lauren heads on, and uh, now the Loveland Indians have got to deal without her. A 7-6 loss in the opener against Fort Collins, but uh, this is a great program. It's a program with so much great success that it's uh, fun to jump on and talk about it. 13 Days, 13 Teams brought to you by PDC Energy. I tell you what, folks, if you're looking for a company that backs the community, backs our schools and our student-athletes, PDC absolutely is one you get behind, no question about it, and our local... Uh, our local sponsor today, the Blue Sports Grill in Loveland. Man, I love these guys. Oh, my God. Have you had the hamburgers down there? Unbelievable. Uh, the wings are great. They've got every sporting event on down there. Go visit the Blue, the Blue Sports Grill down there in uh, downtown Loveland, and you will not go wrong. Great stuff. We thank the Blue Sports Grill for their sponsorship for the Loveland Indians today. All right, let's get to it right now. Up on the hotline is the uh, head coach of the uh, Loveland Indians, head coach for the softball team, Mike Felton with us. Mike, how are you? Hey, pretty good, Clark. Thank you. Hope your family's uh, healthy and safe. Man, right back at you. This is a weird time for us. And so let's go there. We kind of brought it up with uh, this is COVID time, everybody trying to be safe, everybody trying to be smart. Um, for your, I mean, you've been doing this uh, with 11th year for uh, just on, on the softball side, but uh, this is an unusual season. So where are you guys now? Do you feel like you're behind the eight ball a little bit or are you starting to come up to where you would normally be here in fall? sports well you know i think we're we're a little behind because usually we have uh those three broomfield scrimmage games and then we play a five game Erie tournament and we play a four game love and showcase yeah so usually we have all we have all those games in before we play our first game and so those all got wiped out when we went from 23 to 16 but yeah they're, they're you know girls adapt a lot better than us guys yeah, that's a fact in almost everything we do. Um, yeah. We talk about, uh, you, you know, the the different kind of season. Behind, tougher on the pitchers in the circle, or is it tougher on the hitters? Um, where are we at right now? Who's ahead of the other? I think the pitchers have the advantage right now just because they haven't, the hitters haven't seen as many as many balls, haven't gotten as many cuts. And so I right now I think the pitchers have the advantage. But, you know, we'll, we'll turn it around. You know, we uh, – we got two seniors, a couple seniors, one junior, and a whole bunch of sophomores, and who played last year. And so I think they were excited coming off the summer. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. You guys move on from a great season last year, got to the uh, final eight, got to the final four the year before that. But you, let's talk about it because it's uh, it's something everybody, once in a while, you come across a great athlete that uh, you go, boy, will I see another one like that? Lauren Krings was that for you guys uh, last year. She was the best player in the state. I mean, I don't think we can argue that. Um, she was fantastic. She moves on to Missouri now, and you guys have to deal without her. Talk about her leadership and how much that helps the uh, the kids that are on the team that were with her and now have to move that to the next level? Well, you know, when uh, when Lauren would show up to practice or a game, everybody, the confidence went up, and they they saw what a what a player like that can do. Sure. And so they, they kind of wanted to step up and do that. And I think I mentioned one time that the last two years, 750 strikeouts, so yeah. 750 <laughs> times the defense didn't have to do anything but right, watch. right. That that's something you've got to tell your kids now. Hey, this is not the olden days. This is not right. last, this is not last year. Now we have to uh, we have to be ready to go on every pitch. Um, go back to when you had your state title, two thousand and twelve. It's a, a million years ago. But Cassidy Smith was another great player for you there. Um, it, it's about taking what you learn from those great players and 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 moving it to the next set of kids. I mean, that's what high school sports is. They graduate, they move on, and you got to make the next ones just that much better. Yeah, all these all these kids we have now were elementary during that state championship, and a couple of them were our bat girls. Sure. And so they got to watch. You know, we had Cassidy pitching, Eddie Coldiron catching, Brady King at short, mm. and Cliff Bakovich in center, and all four were All-State. And so when you have four All-State up the middle like that, that's a lot more than just one Lauren Krinks. So you had, you had four really star players going up the middle, and that's how you end up winning state. Boy, that is uh, that. There's that's fact, no doubt about it. If you're strong up the middle, it's what it. It's simply what it is. Um, cool thing with the uh, the Feltons, Randy, your brother's over at Mountain View. He's got a state title too, so that's kind of a fun thing. Do you talk to Randy a bunch during the season? What's the relationship like? Do you talk to him about hey, this is what we did today? What are you guys doing? Um, how much do you talk to him about what's going on with his team and, and using that to help your squad? Well, you know, we'll, we'll see each other Thanksgiving, Christmas, and, you know, off-season. But uh, during the season, we might run into each other, but we kind of just leave each other alone during the season. All right, that's cool. I know you're a guy that thinks uh, softball is about, and I've read some stuff, routine, reps, they're huge. I mean, that's what this is. you got to get out and you got to play. you got a lot of young kids on the team that need those reps right now. It's a shortened season, 16 games right now, and then no regionals. We jump right to the uh, to the state tournament. Um, you got to make it count from the get-go here. Yeah, you know, I just telling AJ, who's, who's our assistant, uh, you look in the parking lot, and we only have like four cars in the parking lot because <laughs> nobody can drive. That's right. <laughs> so that's a little different looking compared to last year. Yeah, boy, no doubt about it. Um, talk about your staff. AJ Clark. We'll talk to him next. Your assistant, but uh, you know, sometimes you're as strong as the staff that uh, you have below you. Um, what does that look like uh, this year for you guys? Uh, we we had a, a JV coach for two years, and she moved back to Utah. So we brought back Danny Hallwood on the JV, and he was the JV coach for six years. And he took the two years off, and then he came back this year. So he knows the girls in class. He has them all in class. And that's what I always try to do is when I go to get my assistants, I try to make sure they're teachers also so they can also see the kids in class. 
Yeah, we're talking with uh, head coach of the Loveland Indian softball team, the um, uh, Mike Felton, and eleventh uh, year for Coach Felton out here. Before softball, I have to guess you're a baseball guy as well, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did Loveland JV for twelve years. Loveland JV baseball when Mark Finley was the head coach, and I coached uh, Legion A, Legion B every one of those summers. So mostly, I was a baseball guy. It, Mike, is there a difference coaching uh, our young ladies and our young men? You know, at first I thought there would be, and then when I got to the varsity, I realized the talent is pretty much the same. Sure. These girls can play. You don't have the leadoffs. You don't have the pickoffs. It is a a little bit different game, a little bit quicker game. Uh, You don't have all the double cuts going on, but the talent is just as good as a baseball team. Boy, no doubt about it. Um, talk about some of the kiddos you got on the team this year. This is kind of fun. You've got a couple kids taking over for the uh, the the standby, the guys that were really good for you last year. Um, Emma Duran, we're going to talk to her. She takes over behind the dish for uh, uh, Elena Gerhard, who was kind of the every time that uh, that uh, um, Lauren Krings would go out, she'd have Emma behind the plate, and uh, that's an interesting thing. I mean, I think 167 out of 169 innings, it was Lauren Krings last year when she looked behind. Behind the dish, she probably got uh, got Elena, but sometimes Emma moving into the fix. Now Emma's going to be behind the dish as you get uh, uh, your your star pitcher now, your senior uh, Bailey Cox. So that's going to be fun. Those two will get kind of that combination together, just like the two did last year. Yeah, and they're going to have to work, to, you know, work on that together. But uh, with Lauren Kring, she'd also had Elena in the summer, and uh, nobody really told Lauren what to do. Sure. Except for Elena. <laughs> That's when, right. When Elena would come out, Lauren would listen. and that, So she was kind of like, like Lauren's boss. And Lauren would listen to her, and uh, Elena kind of kept control of her, and Elena called every pitch for two years. We didn't call him from the bench. Wow, that's crazy, Mike. Do you have anything to do with uh, with club ball at all, or when uh, the the fall is over, softball's over? Do you kind of step back and let the girls go where they go, or or what's that been like? And and even in the years before, have you been a club coach as well? No, I just did uh, Legion baseball, and then uh, when the high school season's over, I let them go do their their club stuff, and they they get away from me, and I think it probably helps everybody not to keep seeing the same guy all the time <laughs> yeah and then they finally come back and they're like excited because hey this is fall ball i'm looking toward to fall ball it'll be something completely different yeah absolutely and that's something they can support their school with too talk about this league that you're in holy cow the front range league i mean it's oh, no. this is the best league in the state you look at it and you got four of the top 10 uh, preseason teams i know uh, preseason polls don't mean anything but still it's respect because you've got such a great conference um talk about what it's like going to work every day and having to face this incredible league knowing though that when you're done with it it's going to get you set for the postseason yeah it does help rpi you know but uh it's always a uh, legacy, Broomfield. You know, you got Rocky Mountain in there. Sure. Fossil. It's always those same four all the time. And uh, so sometimes we've lost to one of those and we've moved up in RPI. Whereas we might go out and 10, some, you know, 10 runs somebody else and we drop. Right. So the fact that you're playing the top teams and everybody knows they're the top teams, when you do get to state, you're not really surprised by anybody. Yeah, boy, that's that's a fact. Do you keep your eyes on other – do you scoreboard watch at all, or is this all about Loveland? I mean, Fossil Ridge and Rock Canyon go yesterday. Good ball game, 2 nothing. Rock Canyon beats them. Um, are you looking at that to kind of see what how everybody else is doing, or are your eyes simply on the Indians? 
No, I, I you know I look around and see what what people are doing on uh, on next drafts and RPI and uh, you know I know Legacy's supposed to be up there, but I've also been hearing a, a lot of good things about Legend. Sure. You know I heard they got they're pretty loaded, but I haven't seen them yet. We were supposed to play them in the Erie tournament, and then that got canceled. So you know there's some teams that we think are in the elite right now, and we're just trying to get to that 16. Absolutely. How on this COVID year, you know, with things a little bit different and a little slower to uh, to evolve, um, is it tougher with a young group? No, I think they they've come out and they adapt pretty quick. The seniors were, would be setting their ways. Okay, from the last there you go. Yeah. Uh, now you got the new kids that are like, hey, this is what we do. This is just normal. Spray the ball down, wipe them down every time they come in. Right, kind of takes the yellow off the ball after a while. But <laughs> that's right. You know, they're like they're they're easy to adapt to this stuff, and the seniors are kind of setting their last three years, kind of like I am. Yeah, well, yeah, we we all get there. There's no doubt. Um, talk about you for a second. Growing up, other sports. You talked about baseball already, already coaching that. And uh, where'd you grow up? Were you a no-co boy, or or is uh, it, did you have to move to Colorado? Uh, no, I was born in Salina, Kansas. Sweet. And then we uh, moved here when I was 13 in uh, 73. And then I, I just mostly did baseball and basketball and uh, went to Thompson Valley the year it opened. And that kind of split up our middle school because half of us went to Lovell and half went to TV. Sure. And so that was a little bit different. But, you no, know, baseball was always my first thing. All right, kids for you, kids that played sports. I mean, why do I think the Felton name in Loveland, not just in coaching with you and, and Randy over at at Mountain View, why do I feel I've, I've heard that name in the last 10 years maybe or 15 years with some kids out here? Well, I, um, see, my dad helped design Centennial Field. Oh, is that right? Wow. So that was Jim Felton, so he helped design that. All right. And then my brother Randy... He's got TJ, Michael, and Daniel, and and they're all Mountain View athletes. That's so he, right. Okay, that's probably where you've seen it. That's right. Yeah, no question about it. Um, seven six loss in the opener against the Indian against uh, the Lampkins, rather. Um, my goodness, uh, uh, Keith Aragon's been there for about thirty years. Um, yeah, this is uh, a tough one for you in the opener because you had leads a, a couple of times in a ball game, uh, four nothing. Uh, I think as we went toward the middle of the game, then you were able to get a run, one run lead in the top of the seventh with. A, a nice couple of runs in the top half, but gave it away in the bottom half. Talk about what you learned, what you saw from your team in that opener. Well, you know, when that, when they came back in the seventh, Emma Duran hit a home run, mm-hmm. and we end up coming back with that lead. And then what the defense is used to is running out onto the field and watching three strikeouts. That's right. That's right. And now you're going to run back on the field, and you're going to have to make some plays. you got to play. So I think... Yep. I think it changed the mindset of you better be on your toes every time you go out there. <laughs> what a difference a year makes, right? Yes. Boy, there's no doubt about that. Well, hey, Mike, thanks so much. Hey, can we jump in with you in a few weeks? We want to maybe after the season's halfway through or something, we'd like to call you back, get you back on the air and say, how are the uh, how are the Loveland Indians doing and, and what the rest of the season looks like? Would that work for you? Hey, that'd be great. I just want to, I know my daughter Jamie's listening. I told her about this. So I just want to say hi to her, but 
Appreciate it. Absolutely, Mike. Thank you so much. That's head softball coach Mike Felton of the uh, Loveland Indians. Good stuff right there. That guy is all about softball, baseball. Uh, the Felton, I kind he's kind of started laying out what the Felton family has meant in this area to softball and baseball. So uh, very, very cool stuff. All right. When we come back from the Auto Collision Specialist Studios, we'll get to assistant coach A.J. Clark. And uh, we'll talk to A.J. here in a moment. Uh, two nothing. Philadelphia if you're a Flyers fan in the NHL. Just saying. The NHL playoffs are the greatest thing in the world. We'll come back in a moment. 520 on the program. You are listening to Preps Radio on Northern Colorado's Voice 1310 KFKA. Dan Patrick, The Hull Show, and Colin Cowherd are on Northern Colorado's Voice 1310 KFKA. All right, welcome back to the program. 523 from the Auto Collision Specialist Studios here at 1310 KFKA. I'm Clark Johnson. Thanks for jumping in with us. It is Loveland Indians Day. 13 days, 13 teams. PDC Energy, thank you so much for what you guys do for our schools, for our student-athletes, for the communities out here always giving back. We thank them as our umbrella sponsor for 13 days, 13 teams. And the local sponsor in Loveland, which I love, by the way, um, I live out here in Greeley now. We've got kids in Fort Collins. I'm always going back. Fort Collins, Greeley, Fort Collins, Greeley. Right in the middle of that commute is the Blue Sports Grill, folks. Always great stuff on the uh, on the tubes there, sports for you. Unbelievable hamburgers and fries. They've got the, uh, uh, of course, the, the great wings that they've got. Oh, just good stuff. Blue Sports Grill, knocking it out of the park. We thank them so much for their sponsorship. Up on the hotline right now is the assistant coach of the Loveland Indian softball team A.J. Clark. A.J., how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. Let's talk about you for a sec. How did you get here to Loveland? What? Uh, where did you grow up? What sports did you play? What high school did you go to? Did you play college ball? What? Ha- let's go to the A.J. Clark story. So uh, it's pretty simple, actually. Uh, born and raised in Loveland. Um, come from a long list of relatives that graduated from Loveland High. Um, my mom's maiden name is McCluskey, so uh, All right. my, my that side of the family has been pretty... Uh, Enrooted in youth sports and Loveland since they moved here from New York, but uh, played football, basketball, and baseball at Loveland, and then uh, went on to Hastings College where I played football and baseball for a year. Fantastic stuff. So you're a Loveland guy. I mean, coming back to your alma mater, that's cool. Also, the girls' varsity basketball coach. First year for you doing that? Uh, yes, sir. First year as uh, the head coach, but I was uh, Chris Michael's assistant for the last 10. Last 10 years. Well, how about that? When you sat and thought about what you're going to do when you grow up, did you think, hey, coaching certainly is something I want to do? And did you think about one sport when you get where you are? Do you, oh, that spot opened. I'm going to go take a look at that. I mean, what did it look like for you as far as uh, getting to your coaching career? Well, as far as like growing up, uh, coaches and teachers were always a huge part of my life. Sure. And, uh, helping me find my path into where I uh, wanted to go. So I always knew that I wanted to do that to the next generation of young athletes and be that uh, positive role model that kind of helped them through some of the paths of high school. So that along those lines, that's always what I wanted to do. But uh, I coached under Coach Poovey for a long time when he was the head football wow. coach here. And then after uh, he retired, Coach Felton asked me to come up and help with the softball team. And then uh, kind of at the same time frame, uh, a little before, Chris Michael called me and said, hey, I need a lower-level girls coach. 
you want to give it a shot? And so I've been with him ever since then. All right. We talked to Coach Felton a little bit about this. When you have a stud, I mean, maybe you go your whole career and you don't see a Lauren Krings. Um, you guys got to see that last year, well, for the, for a number of years now at Loveland High School. And uh, one of the best players in the state, one of the best you'll see. Um, Coach said, boy, for about 750 pitches last year, they could just kind of relax in the outfield and the infield, and she'd take care of business. Um, times change, and now you guys have to kind of, in the circle, you're young. I think 167 out of 169 innings last year were Lauren. Uh, so so here you go with the, you're learning kind of in the, in the circle, and the kids have to come to play defense this year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, not going to lie, having a kid like Lauren Krings where uh, you could just put her out there and say, hey, go win us a ball game is always a nice weapon to have. But I come from the old school thought of uh, next man up. Sure. So whenever there's a vacancy, it always gives another kid an opportunity to show us what, what they got. And we're uh, seeing a lot of that so far this season with our younger kids stepping into bigger roles and really taking over. Boy, no doubt about it. Talk about next man up. We're talking about, so last year you got Lauren in the, in the circle. You got Elena Gerhard for the most part behind the plate. Here comes Emma Duran. She has a great opening day, has the home run for you guys. Um, now she's going to be behind the plate. And you get Bailey Cock out on the mound out here. Those two are going to get this team thing together. Between those two, it's going to become kind of a special thing for those two, right? Yeah, I mean, Emma has this great personality that I'm pretty sure she's never met a person she didn't like. (laughs) So the idea of just getting behind the plate and then her and Bailey having instant karma really, really helps as far as Bailey stepping into that pitching role. And Bailey's been a part of our program for the last three years. This will be her fourth year as a senior. Sure. And she's always been one of those kids that's just like, hey, coach, where do you need me? Let me go do my thing. And so that really showed on Tuesday night against Collins where she went out there and had no walks and then put so well that every ball put in play, except for one, unfortunately, was one we could have fielded and made an out on. So I think that speaks huge volume to their character. Do you have to go to Bailey and say, hey, we don't need you to be Lauren Krings. You're not going to replace her. We need you to be Bailey. Go out and do what you do and have the confidence that your defense behind you is going to make the plays. Oh, absolutely. I always, uh, Being a pitcher myself, I always kind of have that frame of mind going into a game where it's like, hey, my job is to make sure that uh, my team has an opportunity to make some outs. And so Bailey and I talked about that uh, early in the year that, hey, your job is just go in there, pound the strike zone, and give us an opportunity to make outs. And she's done a great job so far. All right. AJ, I usually ask coaches this. How big is club ball for these kids? I mean, it just seems to me for any other sport. I got a baseball player at Rocky, a 16-year-old kid, and, and he wouldn't be there without club ball because uh, um, it's just what it is in this in this day and time for some of the players. They play softball or baseball all year round. Um, your thoughts about club ball and teaming that up with the fall season in softball? So I think club sports play a, a piece of the puzzle for these kids. Um, when it comes to softball, they play a lot of games all summer, and then when sure. we see them in the fall, Really, we're just keeping them sharp and really, in some cases, like getting them to play a different spot because we need somebody in a different spot than they're used to playing. But reps, confidence, the idea of I've been there before, I've done that before is huge when you get into a situation where you're in a program like ours that's always in the hunt. So now these kids have played in semifinal games and final games and quarterfinal games. So it kind of just becomes something they do. And I think that 
plays a huge part in that. Yeah, that's where I was going to go next. I mean, the the success uh, for this program is pretty darn good. 2012 champs. Um, last year, the final eight with Lauren. Uh, final four the year before that. Um, so so they get to learn. They, I, I think sometimes you look at it and you go, boy, the best teams are the ones that have experience in money time in the playoffs. And certainly this program has had it recently. Oh, absolutely. I think um, my sister actually played for the program um, in the mid two thousand. So I've been watching Loveland softball for a long time, wow. and they've always yep. we've always gotten to that point where come state tournament time, Loveland's there. Sure, and it's more like wow, they didn't make it than wow, they're still there. So I think a lot of that plays into it, where the girls walk into Aurora that Friday morning and are like, all right, let's go win four games. And so that that part is huge as far as when the whole high school season turns to more of a club style with four games in two days. Boy, that's right. 2012, I set a title, and I think 2004, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, there was a title back there as well, so uh, uh, pretty cool stuff. What, is, uh, what does it look like on the field for as far as what COVID has done? Different for you guys? Um, are you behind the eight ball a little bit, uh, or do you think that you're catching up and, and where you would normally be by this time of year? Um, I think softball is kind of one of those lucky sports because it sounded like a lot of the club softball teams actually got somewhat mm-hmm. of a that the girls had an opportunity to kind of get in the flow and kind of feel through. But the game has definitely changed as far as the stuff off the field. So girls are still getting into the whole habit of, like, can't throw the ball around after an out or sure. can't high-five each other or things like that. So now through that tough time, but I think overall the girls are doing a really good job just being flexible and, saying, hey, we get to play, but are allowing us to have a season, so let's go and have some fun. I'll ask the girls. We're going to Emma, Laney, and Bailey on here in a second um, after the bottom of the hour break here. But uh, do you guys have a favorite team to beat? I mean, Mountain View's sitting over there, and I know that's Mike's brother, Randy. Um, is, is that the team, or is there a team in the FRL? And, boy, this conference is so tough from top to bottom. Is there a team where you go, boy, this is the team we want to beat? Is it Fossil Ridge? Is it Broomfield? I mean, where do you guys go? I think uh, for us, it's, it's a lot of different teams, to be honest with you. I mean, with the deep rivalry between us and Thompson Valley. Sure. Um, it's always nice to win the Crosstown ones with Mountain View. Um, but overall, in the front range, anytime you play Fossil, Legacy, uh, Fort Collins, mm. uh, Rocky, those wins seem a little bit extra special when you walk away, Broomfield, um, because you know those are playoff teams. Like, those are the teams that are going to be in that last weekend. And so beating teams like that, kind of gives you that confidence that we belong here. You guys had a tough one in the opener. You had a couple of leads against uh, Keith Aragon's Fort Collins Lampkins. And uh, then uh, and he even got the lead in the seventh and got a one-run lead going to the bottom half. They walk it off against you guys. What was the lesson? What did you tell your kids afterwards? Well, we the, the conversation after the game was just, hey, we got to take care of ourselves and then let the game take care of itself. So uh, we talked about how it was the first game, and we were glad it's kind of a non-conference game. We sure, were able to sure. work some kinks out but overall we really liked what we see i mean like jumping out to a 3-0 lead to start the game i mean a lot of teams coming out first game that first time through the lineup it's a tough hit and, sure and our girls jumped right on it and produced three runs and put us in a position to win and then fighting back at the end was huge for us saying like hey we gave we gave yep. up a lead but then we fight back to take the lead again in the seventh and it's stuff like that that really shows the team's character and what we have to work with and i think uh Tuesday night's game showed us that uh, 
we're still very much in this thing. You guys get a little bit of a break now before your next ball game. I think there's eight days in between or something like that. But uh, that gives you a good chance to look at what you did in the opener and then uh, start making uh, some marks on that. Talk about the leaders on the field. The last question for you. Talk about the leaders on the field. When you and Mike aren't in the kids' heads, um, who are you looking at? Who are the, the gals that are kind of everybody's looking at on the team to go, hey, show me how to do this or what do I do? So I definitely think, um, like, starting with Emma Duran, which you're going to talk to here in a second, she definitely um, brings a lot of heart to our team. She's always really super positive, getting the girls going. Um, is a really nice, uh, I call her the coach on the field. Cause sure. She's out there barking orders, and she's out there uh, letting the girls know what the next play is. So uh, she's she's huge. Um, Bailey Cox is going to be big for us in the circle because just having a senior or yep. leadership go yep. out there and say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give us a chance to win, and that's, that's huge. And then lastly, really Laney Pace. Um, she's one of our sophomores, but she doesn't act like one of our sophomores. She really uh, mm-hmm. wants to take the reins as the leader of this team moving forward. So I think a lot of the younger girls look to her as their leader. And so when she elevates her game, she automatically helps other girls elevate theirs. Well, that's cool stuff. You just talked about the three gals we're going to get on next. Emma Duran, Laney Case, and then Bailey Cock will come up for you guys in a second. So, AJ, thank you. I know you guys are busy. You're in the middle of practice. Thanks for jumping on with us. And uh, we're going to check in with you guys in a few weeks and see what uh, Loveland softball looks like then, okay? No problem. I appreciate you having us on. Absolutely. That is AJ Clark, the assistant coach at uh, Loveland High School, the Loveland softball program. Good stuff right there. Also, the uh, AJ this year is going to be the girls' uh, varsity basketball coach too. After ten years as the JV as the uh, assistant coach there and JV coach, so good stuff right there. Talking to the two coaches. All right, that's enough coach speak. When we come back, we'll get with the players from the Loveland Indians. Loveland Indians Day on 13 days, 13 teams. Thank you to PDC Energy for their great sponsorship and a Blue Sports Grill, our local sponsor as well today. We're coming back from the Auto Collision Specialist Studios in a moment right here on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFKA. Hear mornings with Gail, weekdays 6 to 9 on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFKA. All righty, 539 on the program here. Auto Collision Specialist Studios on a Friday. And it's 13 days, 13 teams here. Loveland Indians Day softball coverage. We had Brush and uh, Platte Valley on the air yesterday, our first broadcast of the year. 17 to 1 Brush wins that one. They're good. And, uh, boy, that was a contrast. All seniors in the starting lineup for Brush yesterday at the 3A level. And uh, what did Platte Valley have? They had uh, two freshmen, six sophomores, and a junior. Um, they'll, uh, they'll, need to, uh, they'll need to grow up a little bit on the softball field. Uh, one of those folks that's grown up on the softball field, a senior at Loveland High School, Emma Duran, jumps on the program with us right now. Emma, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. You? Fantastic. Let's talk about Loveland softball a little bit. Um, Your senior year coming up for you right here. Last year, this was kind of fun. Um, Maybe for you it was more frustrating. I don't know. Not. I don't want to say that in a bad way, but you're sitting looking at one of the very best players in the state in Lauren Krings, and you've got got Elena um, Gerhard behind the plate. Those two kind of had a thing, and then here you are, uh, you know, kind of chipping in, and now it's you and Bailey a little bit this year, kind of the same thing. Talk about taking over behind the dish. How important is that to you? Honestly, it's extremely important in gathering trust of my team, in my leadership abilities, and my my abilities to call a game for Bailey. 
Yeah, so, you, you you just said it, Emma. You said the key word right there for me, and that's leadership. You're a senior on the team right now. Um, you guys, you guys, the girls are going to be looking to you. Is that a good place for you? Have you grown up, you know, playing club ball and and uh, on your way up the, the the ladder to your senior year at Loveland? Have you always been one the kids could look to? Honestly, I like to believe I'm someone everyone can look to. I've always had those leadership qualities kind of drilled into my head at young ages for competitive ball. So it is a place I do feel comfortable with. Well, you had a great start. Um, you guys take a tough loss, 7-6 to Fort Collins in the opener. But uh, look at what you did, 3-4, for four, a double. Um, you smacked one out of the park, two RBIs. Um, that's a great start for you. Pretty happy with the way things rolled out, for at least for you, in day one. I was more than happy with how it turned out. Sure. And I love the way me and Bailey kind of work together and we're able to get ourselves base hits for most of the part of the game. So, yeah, this is a good start. Yeah, that's good stuff. And you guys will bounce back. You know that. Um, last two years for you, you guys got to the final eight last year, the final four the year before that. How important is that for you, one, in your experience in, in big money time in the playoffs and then taking that and, and sharing that with the, maybe the younger kids on the team? I think it helps our motivation and knowing where we were to know where we can be now, how we can all work together and get to Final Four, Final Eight, and yeah, pretty much. How was how big is club ball to you? I mean, baseball, softball kind of goes hand in hand for me, and, and most of the folks I know that uh, that are in those two sports really rely a bunch in the off season, meaning not fall because you're playing at Loveland High School. But when you're not playing there, how big is club ball for you? Club ball for me is extremely important. It's where I can work on skills, where I get better, where I listen to everyone else on my team, and they help me out kind of gives me knowledge that I use in high school ball now. Is it kind of nice to get away from Coach Fulton for a little bit, too? Maybe. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding you. Um, Any other Indians on your your club ball team or or friends that you know from other Loveland or area teams? Um, Everyone on the Loveland team I have met one way or another in competitive. Really? The closest player to my team right now is Jordan Hodges because she's on the 16U of my 18th team. Sure, that's that's pretty cool stuff. Um, we look at uh, at this league that you guys are into. I mean, this is a, just a you don't ever get an easy game in the FRL, do you? No, but easy boring. It is. You're right. Easy is boring. Let's talk about that. Easy is boring. How did you do in COVID times when uh, when learning was all online? Um. It was hard for me because I honestly couldn't focus at my house. Really? That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I found ways to adapt and finished all my classes with good grades. That a girl. Um, You'd much rather be in the classroom, though, with your friends and and just kind of learning in that situation, though, right? I much rather would be because it's easier for me to focus. What is Loveland High School doing? I haven't you guys I haven't seen. Are you guys hybrid or are you all at home or what's what's that look like for Um, the for this semester coming up? 
For now, everyone is at home until okay. October. Then yep. I believe we will do hybrid. Yeah, you guys are looking like uh, they are in Fort Collins, too. That's kind of the same thing. Yep. They're at least hoping that uh, by October, the second quarter anyway, that uh, everybody's getting rocking and rolling. Give me a, uh, in, in, in COVID, in quarantine times where you just couldn't leave, um, what saved your life there? Was there a show that you watched that you would go to? And you don't have to tell anybody, but you can tell me. Um, was there a television show or something that you would say, yeah, I kind of got into that one? There was definitely many reruns of shows on Netflix I would go to. <laughs> that girl, that's all right. Reruns are the greatest thing in the world, so that's uh, that's cool stuff right there. Any uh, any siblings, brothers, or sisters that we can talk about? I have one brother. Is he a sports guy or not? He is a baseball player. Is that, is that right? Uh, how old is he, and where is he at? He is fourteen. And he is currently at my house. <laughs> yeah, hey, there you go. And so he's going to be play, he's going to be a Loveland. Will he be a Loveland baseball player? Um, I don't think so for his freshman year. Really? But okay. I'm not All right. sure about sophomore hey. and up. That's cool stuff right there, though. Hey, hey thank you, uh, Emma. We appreciate you jumping on right here. Is uh, is well, who we're going to get next? Laney, I think. Is she around? Yes, she is. Throw Let the me go phone. Cover. Yeah, throw the phone to Laney and Emma. Thanks for coming on with us. Yeah, of course. <laughs> There's Emma Duran, senior, the catcher. We'll figure all that good stuff out, man. That's fun. Um, she hands the phone to Lainey Case. Lainey's just a sophomore. We'll talk to her here. Lainey, up on the phone? Yep. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Okay, let me, Emma Case, same year as you. I'm going to go on out on a limb and say you guys are twins. Um, no, we're cousins. You're cousins. Okay, God, I, I went for all the money right there, and boom, boom, I'm going home. So uh, no no deal there. Um, talk about uh, this uh, this uh, softball team that you're with right now. You're just a sophomore, but when I talked to Coach Felton and I talked to Coach Clark, they said you are, even though you're just a sophomore, there's a lot of kids that still look for you for leadership on this team. Um, how do you feel about that? You know, I consider myself as a leader i mean i've been working on it a lot this year and because i know that leadership gets you a spot on the field so i've been trying to work on it a lot but i'm our team like they're they all have a part in that leadership i feel like and we all like gel together to help each other out yeah, that's different from a little different from last year. I don't want to say that you guys weren't a team last year because obviously you are. But uh, Lauren Krings, man, I t- the coach said, "Oh, we had about seven hundred and fifty pitches last year or innings." That I mean, the whole year was looking at what Lauren was doing. Now you guys have to realize she's moved on, and it's more of a collective effort this year for you guys to get that done. Do you feel like everybody's kind of on that same boat? Yeah, I I do. That's uh, that's very cool stuff. Um, Lauren goes on to Missouri now, right? Is that where she's going? Did I get that right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Will you take a look at how she's doing? Do you ever look at players that you were on the same team with and go, boy, how are they doing down the road? Well, you know, I was actually pretty good friends with Lauren. Cool. and But um, I actually don't talk to her as much as I used to. All right. So I'm not really sure. I think she just went to Mizzou All right. just a couple weeks ago. So I think she's doing pretty good. All right. Shortstop for you, is that like an everyday position now? Yep. All right. So up the middle, strong. Give me a grade for you, A, B, C, D, F. Give me a a, a school grade on your defensive prowess at shortstop. How do you rate yourself? You know, um, I've been working on it a lot 
um, during club season, but I would say I've gotten way better from last year. So I would probably say like an A. That a girl. <laughs> yeah. Like it. Like, strong up the middle for softball and baseball. Man, you got to be good right there. Who's your uh, Who's your uh, part? Who's the uh, double play combination? Who's it second for you guys? Um, we have Cammy Bakovich. All right. Are you guys working together pretty cool so far? Yeah, I've known Camry forever. So is, is that right? Yeah, so we really get along well and work together. All right. If I told you you could only hit for the rest of your life or play defense at shortstop for the rest of your life, which one would you choose? I would hit because I don't know. I've always been, I've always struggled in the field a little more than hitting, but I don't know. I enjoy defense. I'm at, sorry, offense. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Where do you, where will you go in the lineup? Where, opening day, where'd you line up? Where'd you hit? Um, so the last game we just played, I hit second. You hit second. All right. So you've got somebody yeah. in front of you. Who led off for you guys? What was that? Who led off for you guys? Who was the leadoff hitter in oh. front of you? Um, Ellie Heiser. Okay, so Ellie let off. You were second. That's about moving the runner over and, and having bat, great bat control and stuff for you. Do you look at your numbers offensively any time during the season and go, boy, I need to do better at that, or you just go out and play and do the best you can? You know, I keep like myself in track like every game, but like I don't notice. I don't like look up my numbers sure. during the season, and then I round them all up at the end of the season and see how I did. How, now, last year as a freshman, what kind of playing time did you have? Um, you know, I didn't have as much as I probably will get this year. I, I would say I switched off like every other game. Okay. How important was it to you at least to look at, even if you weren't on the field, um, at, at what postseason looked like last year? Um, um, you know, I was... Um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> no, you're all, you're all right. I just wanted to see what it felt like. Does that does the fact that you at least saw the team or got to be on the field a little bit last year? Does it help you experience wise? Does it make you think? Okay, this is what it takes. I've seen what it takes to get to the uh, the postseason and go deep. Yeah, you know, this year it's going to be a lot harder. No we're doubt. gonna have, to have we're gonna have um, we're gonna have some tougher defense plays that we're gonna have to make because. Um, I mean, our pitchers are going to come together, and our whole team is, and we'll eventually get all the plays, and we'll all work hard together. All right, Lainey, is uh, is Bailey right there with you? Um, yeah, I can all get right. her on. Yeah, shoot her the phone, and, and, and uh, we want to thank you so much, Lainey, for jumping on with us. Okay, thank you. That's Lainey Kay, sophomore at uh, Loveland High School. Uh, she's the short, shortstop and making this thing rock and roll. So, uh, you know, I've done that. I, Lainey kind of lost her, her thought there for a second. I've done that a million times, and I'm a, a veteran on the radio, so it's the way it goes. Um, pretty good stuff. Bailey, are you on the uh, are you on the phone now? Yes, I am. Bailey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Tell me what it felt like to be in the circle first game uh, against Fort Collins. Were you a, a bundle of nerves, or how did that go? Um, it felt really good to just be playing again. Um, I came from club, so it was just another day for yeah. me. Easy, for, really- yeah, easy for you. Just another day in the neighborhood. Tell us about your club ball. Who do you play for? Uh, I play for Rocky Mountain Rush. Rocky um, Mountain Rush. for nine years nine years how about that other uh, indian teammates that play uh, on the rush for, with you or or f- at least uh, maybe some some folks from other teams in the area um there's a bunch of girls on jv that play for the organization yep. um 
And I just know all the girls from other club teams around the area. Very, very yeah, very, yeah, very cool stuff. Hey, um, we've only got about a minute or so left here. Um, talk about what it's like taking over in the circle for uh, one of the best players we've seen come out this way in a long time for Lauren Krings. It's not about replacing her because that's hard to do. It's about going out and being Bailey each night, right? Yeah, for sure. I um, I definitely just go out and I try to just throw strikes, not any walks. Um, and I definitely depend on my defense a lot, and I just do what I can. It seems like that's what you did in the opener, too, and, and that's what Coach said. He was really proud of you and, and happy that you didn't walk anybody. That's a cool thing right there. Um, talk about it. You're a senior. Are you are you thinking of baseball or uh, softball at the next level? Um, I'm not too sure right now. Um, it might be a next step for me, but. Right on. That's that's cool stuff. Bailey, we want to catch up with you guys in a couple of weeks, maybe uh, maybe three weeks, and see how Loveland Indian softball is going in the FRL. But um, would you mind if we jumped in with you again then? Of course. Okay. Thank you so much for jumping on, and thank the girls and the coaches for me as well, okay? Thank you so much. All right. There's Bailey Cock. She is the uh, in the circle, the pitcher for the Loveland Indians. We're going to come back and wrap things up here from the Auto Collision Specialist Studios on Loveland Indians Day. Back in a moment on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFKA. No code now. Weekdays at 4 on Northern Colorado's Voice. 1310 KFKA. All right, welcome back to the program. We've got about a minute and a half left here. 13 days, 13 teams. want to thank PDC Energy here on Loveland Indians Day for uh, being the great sponsor of this. Boy, if you've seen what they do in our community, it's always giving back. Um, powered by PDC, it is our student-athletes and schools out here and certainly uh, our local communities. So thank you to PDC. And then, hey, thank you to the Blue Sports Grill. Um, Right down there, right across from the uh, the uh, King Supers parking lot down there. It's in uh, downtown Loveland. It's great stuff. I mean, uh, Blue Sports Grill always got your best games on. They're uh, they're hamburgers, folks. I always go get the double burger, double cheeseburger with the fries, and then I invented this new thing where you take their wings, you get the hot sauce, and you dump them in with the fries and shake it all up. Oh, it's unbelievable. Blue Sports Grill doing it the right way. We love what they do. Great drinks, great uh, food, and uh, always. Always, always uh, a big uh, uh, provider for our sports coverage in the area. Blue Sports Grill, we thank them for all that they do. Loveland Indians Day, thank you today uh, to head coach Mike Felton for jumping on. The Felton brothers, Randy over at Mountain View, uh, Mike at uh, Loveland, they both have one state title. Kind of asked him off the air. Boy, we've got to have a tiebreaker here between the brothers, so we'll find out who gets that. Assistant coach A.J. Clark, also the uh, basketball coach on the uh, girls' varsity side for uh, Loveland after 10 years as uh, assistant. And J.B. Koji jumping up, doing stuff, A.J. And uh, the players, Emma Duran. And uh, Bailey Cock, the seniors, and then Laney Case, the sophomore there. We thank them for jumping on the program. Tomorrow, 10 a.m., one more time. we got to bump uh, Preps Rewind, but we get uh, Greeley West softball tomorrow. So that will be a ton of fun starting at 10 o'clock. Everybody out there, too, uh, today at least, uh, hug your kids. From the Auto Collision Specialist Studios, this has been 13 Days, 13 Teams on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFKA. It's a party in Northern Colorado's voice. 1310 KFKA, the block party, Wednesdays from 4 to 10 p.m.